The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit FVF.law. Another edition of Swoon Tower Soccer. I'm your host, Steph Craniola. And I am Mike Craniola. And today, we're all about the boys. The uh, new boys, <laughs> to be precise. Yeah. Uh, new boy alert. We have... Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> We've got a few new ones to talk about today. And I don't know. I noticed it's not on the... Uh, the sheet here. But We're talking I... about new boys. We're not talking about old boys. I do. Okay. I guess. I mean, now is a as good a time as any. Um, you all know how I feel about Ruben Gabrielson, and I've been struggling a lot with the news of his imminent departure. I guess already departure. Um, for the purpose of this episode and the man of my jersey at the end of it, I'm acting like he's still here. Um, <laughs> So if you are familiar with the musical Hamilton, there is a song where George Washington is like, I'm not going to be president anymore. And everyone's like, you can do that. You can just decide to not be president anymore. And he has this whole song called Teach Him How to Say Goodbye. And the sentiment of that is the way that I'm choosing to view this Ruben news. This is the whole the whole point of a a sports team is that there's going to be rotation is that boys are going to come in and they are going to leave and we have to embrace it we have to embrace change and the players that we love will leave and I think that knowing that like I, I don't think any of us were really ready for that so soon we weren't ready for a an absolute icon of this 2022 team you know, would be leaving. And yeah. I think it's good in that way because we're going to have to learn how to do this a lot more over the next thousand years when Austin FC is king of the world. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point because I don't know about all of our listeners, uh, but I come from a background of following, uh, you know, a top five European league for soccer and then like baseball and basketball and hockey, where in the U.S., that's kind of the pinnacle, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And MLS is not the pinnacle yet of the soccer world. Right. And so the reality of our league is that we have a lot of players who are using MLS as a way to get to the next step in their careers. And Mm so that idea of, like, losing players frequently... Yeah. Is something I've never really had to wrap my head around, you know, uh, also growing up in New England, right? Like Boston yeah. was a place people <laughs> wanted to play in. And people just stayed forever. Right. right. And so being part of a fandom of a team that is in a league where players are trying to come into to build up their thing and then get out of or retire or whatever. Right. It's just a totally different space. And it, so, it is, but it's it's the space that we live in for now. Right. And so I think that's what I have chosen literally anyone else on the team to be the first big goodbye. <laughs> you probably, but I think that I'm just so grateful to everything that Ruben brought this year. And I hope that he has the best life and success. And yeah, 
Yeah. I miss him already. And I think the reason for his departure just speaks to the kind of man that he is, right? And And it speaks to the kind of club that we are and want to be. And I know a lot of people have said that this is going to set a precedence for players to walk all over us, but I just simply do not agree with that. I I don't see that. No, I think that caring about your players and their circumstances and showing that you're willing to work with them in a way that it's not all about money. Yes, like I get that we want to be successful and have the money to get the best players from a pure business standpoint, but I don't want a team that's going to operate from a purely business standpoint. I want a team that is going to operate from their heart. And that's what we're seeing here. Yeah. And, you know, for folks who maybe aren't quite aware of Ruben's statement was that uh, though it's difficult to say goodbye to Austin FC as a parent of a child who requires special care, returning to Lillestrom in Norway is what's best for me and my family. I'll always have fantastic memories and friendships from the year I spent in Austin, and I want to thank the fan base for their incredible support throughout the season. It's a wonderful community, a great club with a bright future. And so him leaving for family reasons and being supported through that by the club is just, it's really special and uh, makes me really proud to be a supporter of this team. Same, and also makes me really sad. (laughs) So what if we uh, turn our attention to the other reality of having an MLS club, which is constant new boys? Yeah. And yeah. so maybe we can uh, maybe we can highlight some of the new boys that are coming in this season so far. Yeah, let's start with the one with the dog instead of the child. <laughs> just you know, just so I can you know focus on dogs for a minute. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we have a new backup goalkeeper coming into the squad, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Bersano from San Jose. Uh, He had most recently played for the Earthquakes uh, and is joining us this season. And Steph, the first uh, comment Mm -hmm. here just says mom's tweet. Okay, so there are a couple parallels between our new backup keeper and our King Bradley Stuver that I'm really loving the vibe of. So (laughs) the first... um, the first tweet that I saw about this Matt Bersano news was a retweet from his mom. So happy for my son, Matt, and his new team, Austin FC. It's just <laughs> so pure and it's so good and it, it very much has a keeper's rule sort of vibe to it. And yeah. so I feel like Patty Bersano and the Stuvers are going to get along great. It's going to be so nice and wholesome and supportive and... It's it's the best. I love it. Yeah, I'm really excited. I uh, obviously have followed Matt's mom on Twitter. <laughs> uh, she seems very supportive of her son, and so I'm just super excited. Yeah. Um, another person associated with Matt Bersano that I have followed is his dog. Not, his dog isn't a person. Uh, that That's what you say. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at this Instagram of <laughs> Matt's dog, Kaya, and I don't know. She lives a life, man. <laughs> I will say this is one of the cutest dog Instagrams I think I've ever seen. Like, there are a lot of really cute dog Instagrams out there, but there's a picture of Matt on his wedding day and this sweet, sweet angel dog with a little wreath around her neck. Just They're just sitting and chilling. And oh, it's so, oh gosh, it's so cute. Everyone, it, it go follow Matt's dog, Kaya by the Sea. We'll put it in the show notes uh, <laughs> y- if you want any joy. Also, this is our official 
request to interview Kaya. Ooh, yeah, that feels like prime Swoon Tower content. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Kaya, if you are listening and not busy, we would love to talk to you. Yeah, we would love to get that that sweet, sweet exclusive. Um, Also, the final thing that I think is a parallel between Brad Stuver and Matt Bersano Mm -hmm. is his smile. Mm -hmm. Uh, Y'all know how much I appreciate Brad Stuver's smile. I just think it's so pure and so wonderful. And fangs are cool (laughs) yeah and matt bersano's got them yeah and so i think that's super fun that we now have two slightly vampiric looking (laughs) keepers on the team uh damian loss i'm sure there's cosmetic uh fang surgery that people can do um (laughs) steph what did you do for your D &D character um so i okay so i have tried to get fangs several times uh but they don't work in my mouth. Like the adhesive, maybe it's because I'm allergic to adhesive and it's probably like my body rejecting that. Um, but they don't, they just don't stay in my mouth. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have anything that I do. Okay. So uh, don't follow her advice. Yeah, don't. But moving on. Well, we- I will one more, one more oh, yeah. th- quick thing about Matt Persano is that, uh, you know, coming from the, the place of handsome boys modeling football club, handsome boys football modeling club. I don't, one of those. Um, uh, we have, I feel like, a taste for everyone with Matt Bersano. <laughs> he looks different in every picture. Mm. So I feel like he's the perfect player to appeal to all sorts of folks in HBMFC. <laughs> sure. That's just, you know, he's got, he's got shaggy, weird platinum hair. He's got brown man bun. He's got short hair. He's got all sorts of different looks, uh, facial hair, no facial hair. So something for everyone in this one person. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Sometimes he's got the undercut. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes it's grown out sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. We got one side with tattoos, one side without. He just really is, is playing the whole audience here. Yeah. The duality of man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The totality of man. Ooh, nice. Thank you. All right, now we can move on. Okay. Uh, Next up, we are going to talk about our new center back, Mm -hmm. Leo Weissenden. Mm -hmm. And Steph, we haven't talked about your thoughts on Leo's looks. We sure haven't. And so we may as well do it now. Mm, We could skip it. Wow. Okay. We don't don't need to. We could. um, he's, He's not my type sure we'll we'll put it there there's that, another center back that is my type that i'm really holding out hope for <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh anyone in my in my heart um of hearts for ruben i need you know how okay so you know who we had the interview with nicole a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and nicole was saying that she's like a keeper kind of girl sure i'm a center back kind of girl interesting you know um look at julio look at ruben i mean that's it oh look at romania sure yeah um and then look at callens yeah alex callens yeah yeah that's my that's my kind of center back okay leo weissen then i'm sure he's gonna be great and have a great player personality so here's what i like about leo weissen he looks a little bit like someone who i would imagine playing peter pan sure you're yeah yeah 
And so I'm into that. I think yeah. that's a really fun look. Uh, and it's a really good, it's a spot on accurate, right? I just, he looks like someone who is, uh, you know, maybe leading a, like a band of like lost, lost boys. boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. And so I'm kind of, I'm kind of hopeful to see what happens when he gets with the team barber. Yeah, yeah, good call. I'll hold I'll hold off judgment till then. <laughs> and I think being paired with Julio mm-hmm. will give him a ton of style opportunity. It'll give him style opportunity, but also what an impossible bar to put yourself <laughs> next to. I'm just hopeful that he hangs out closer to the Julio and John side mm-hmm. of the style locker room. I'm hopeful and he further from the Alex Ring yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hopeful he evolves into the kind of center back boy for this center back girl. Sure. Uh, I will say he is very tall. Yes. So that's check. Fun. Point, point one. Yeah. One point. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, have we talked on this show about Giassi Zardas yet? Yeah. Speaking of new boys. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember if it was official or not. I'm super excited. I'm also super excited. I know excited. we talked about his hair mm-hmm. and his grandma. Oh, right. Because we, uh, yeah, we haven't had a chance to. Because right. last week was all, last time was all superlatives. And so, yeah, I'm, I think Jossie's going to look really good in those pregame fit yes. photos. Yeah. I love, I think he is one of the most wholesome, pure, kind, good players that we've got, which is saying a lot for our wholesome little team. Yeah. So I am hard in. His whole Insta just full of pictures of him and his family. Family and oh, doing so doing charity work. Yep. Yeah, I think he's going to become a Swoon Tower favorite. Absolutely. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Same. And then our last new boy mm-hmm. is our first round draft pick out of the MLS Super Draft. We traded up to get him. We traded with Houston to yeah. get this pick. We got CJ Fodre. I learned in an interview with him done by the Texas Ring of Fire podcast mm-hmm. that that's how you pronounce his last name. I was saying Fodre. Great. Well, uh, it's Fodre because it rhymes with Fode, number 40. Uh, that's what... No. I know. No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I won't bully a child on this show, but... No, I mean, he's 18 and he's from San Diego. And so... I, I still won't... But that's real bad. That's it's real, funny. That's, I like it. Oh, gosh. Uh, he was also number 40 in San Diego. It doesn't even rhyme at Stop all. Stop it. Leave oh, him alone. No. It's a cute interview. <laughs> I highly recommend you check out the interview that he did with Texas Ring of Fire podcast. Oh, um, no. Although, the one thing that I do have beef with him on... Mm-hmm. He said he's expecting worse Mexican food here than in San Diego. He's just wrong. So once we get him out to Paprika, yes, he'll yeah. learn. And I won't say he's wrong. I'm sure his expectations are there couldn't possibly be better than what he's experienced. But the world's going to open up to you, CJ. You're going to find a whole variety of things here. We're going to get you eating mac and cheese in a bread bowl from Panera. <laughs> and we're going to get you eating Paprika. Those are really like the two P's of cuisine in Austin. Oh, boy. That... <laughs> oh, Social media oh, standouts. Panera. I was like, there's no pee in mac and cheese oh, bread bowl. Boy, there's no pee in taco either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph, what do you got for social media standouts this week? Oh, I've just been, honestly, I've been kind of blinded by 
um, the whole Ruben thing. He's really the only, all of the goodbyes have been overwhelming um, my my heart. But I will say, um, we had some real cute returning to Austin photos from our boy, our MVP, Sebastian Driussi. Uh Yeah, he has been flooding the timeline mm-hmm. with cute stories. Mm-hmm. Also, I really liked Alex Ring's stories as he was getting ready to come home. Yeah. Because he he was out in like the hinterlands, super cold. And like up until the very last day, he was skating with his daughters and like going around and being a cute dad. Yeah. Uh, And then you could tell the picture that he posted in his story about coming back to Austin. He was already exhausted. Uh-huh. Like getting on the plane. And so I just love that. Like, let me make as many memories as I can before going back to work. Vibe. Yes. Yes. Um, I, uh, speaking of, of, you know, making memories, my boy, my son, um, <laughs> it is Rodney's sister's birthday today, oh. <laughs> Friday, January 6th. Um, and so I just wanted to give, I wanted to give her a, a little Zodiac ah! player twin. Stop it. So, <laughs> uh, January 6th is, is a Capricorn. So they're different from most Capricorns, uninhibited socially and personally. Um, they express their nature through action. They refuse to be bound by conventional rules. Um, although they have a sense of decorum that lets them be rebellious in the most courteous way. Though charming, they make their own rules. So I feel like... If this is the if this is the vibe of a January 6th Capricorn, I feel like the player that I'm going to assign for her is Rodney Reddice. <laughs> Someone refu- who refuses to be bound by conventional rules. He's oh. rebellious in the most courteous way, just by being such a sweet little angel, charming, making his own rules. They're like rules are like we shouldn't pay you this much money for this output and he's like well rules be darned rules be darned yeah that is what he says isn't it yeah yeah (laughs) so happy birthday rodney's sister (laughs) oh boy well uh there's that um (laughs) (laughs) oh i did want to talk about la player oh okay also because uh emiliano ragoni's band la player has had several shows yep. um, over the past couple weeks. And they, on their New Year's Eve show, they all wore Austin FC jerseys. Which is so cute. It's the cutest thing, and I love it so much. Yeah. It's uh, just, oh, it's great. It's so pure. Yes. Uh, I also think that to f- truly unlock Emiliano Rigoni this season, mm-hmm. he needs a band in Austin. I agree. So... Uh, listen, I volunteer. (laughs) If you're out there, uh, Cumbia players, make sure to get into Emmy's DMs and let him know that he is welcome here. And I don't know, like get him a show with the Swan Dive or something. I would kill to be heading down to Red River to see Emiliano Rigoni's band Mm -hmm. on like a Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Those are my those are my social media standouts. Oh, also Great. Maxie was at one of the shows <laughs> and dancing in the crowd and that was super cute and sweet as well. So. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Yes. Um my social media standouts this week, I guess I'll do the first one here. Uh happy grooming day 
to Jeremiah Bentley's two adorable <laughs> corgis. Uh, if you don't follow Jeremiah Bentley ATX on all the socials, you should because his corgis are freaking cute. And what a joy it was to see them in their little bow ties. Mm-hmm. So cute. I didn't realize how um, regal Jeremiah was with his love of, of corgis, just like the queen. F's and chat. Yeah. I didn't realize he had two corgis. <laughs> I'm learning so much about Jeremiah. And then the last thing that I had here is one of our draftees, Sal Mazzaferro, shared a picture on his story. Hashtag MLS Rookie Symposium. Steph, what do you think happens at the MLS Rookie Symposium? Oh, I think just about the same thing that happens at every symposium. Go on. Well, so uh, a symposium is a conference or meeting to discuss a particular subject. Did you just Google that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I think uh, they all gather and talk about being Uh, being, MLS rookies. rookies. And I think maybe there are some, I think maybe there are some non-rookies there to kind of give them advice on how to succeed in MLS. That's my actual answer. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Uh, So I also Googled, but I Googled the whole phrase. Yeah. Well, I didn't care Um, enough to. It looks like in 2020, Ethan Finley. Oh boy. Was one of the drafty, like the, the rookie symposium speakers. So mm-hmm. we should probably ask Ethan what they talk about. Yes, Ethan, Ethan. if you're listening. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let us know what is going on at the Rookie Symposium. Yeah. Oh, y'all, there are videos on the MLS website that do recaps for the players. This is amazing. Highly recommend. Once we get off this, I'm going to watch them all. And then I'm going to know everything an MLS rookie knows. And it won't help me. It, it, you will be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I was really excited because as a draftee to the team, like he hasn't signed a contract. There's been no announcement about him. The Like the next pro team just announced its first three players and he wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. But the picture had the Austin FC badge on it. Mm. And so I wonder if that's a little, a little sneak hint. peek. Yeah. yeah. A sneak. Uh, so who knows? We may have a Mazafaro joining the team. Uh, we may not. Nice. So, yeah, that's the uh, the interesting thing that I saw on the internet. Cool. This time around. All right. Well, I guess that brings us into our next segment, our lyric substitution. That's right. So this is a real simple one. It's a real great way to impress your friends with knowing La Murga lyrics. <laughs> the song, do you want to sing it for us, Mike? I don't know which one this one is. Oh, is it because it just says Austin FC in the... <laughs> yeah, that's why. So this is the oh, Austin FSA, okay. FSA. Yeah. So this, so simple. You just sing, oh, Musa FSA, <laughs> or Danny, or <laughs> Rodney. Or, you know, new boy, is it Leo or Leo? Great question. If you're listening, let us know, Mr. Vicenin. Okay. So we could say, I feel like it's Leo. I feel like, I feel like in this song, it would have to be. Yeah. Because if you're doing FSA, it would be weird to do Leo. 
Yeah. Leo FS. Yeah. Yeah. But you could put him too. There you go. A new, a new song for a new boy. <laughs> so I will say that I was um, expecting more out of this one. Wow. I just. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I will be back next time with a banger. Okay. Okay. The expectation. The bar has been set high and I'm going to blow your brains. Oh no, I'm going to blow your mind. That's a that's, that's the wrong. Better. Yeah. Thank you. Well, well, this was probably our shortest episode ever. Yeah. Which um, is okay. I mean, it's off season. Yeah. We don't really have a ton going on. And yeah. so if there's something that you want to hear, mm-hmm. please let us know. Hit us up on the socials. We would love to make more content that you want to hear. Absolutely. Alert, 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 hot alert, hot boy alert. (laughs) Um, So as we were starting to edit, we just saw the uh, training fit check Instagram post. Yeah, it's preseason for the photographers. And so they are getting warmed up as well, grabbing some pre-practice checks. Yeah, I am so excited. So we figured we would just hop on in and judge these fits before we sent this off to, to podcast land. Yeah. And so first off, uh, we are looking at Austin FC's Instagram and we see Seba is our first fit. Steph, what do you think? I I, honestly, I think Seba looks a mess. (laughs) I think Seba looks like a man who uh, he looks like you remember your like college friend who tried weed for the first time and then like came back to school in the fall. Uh, I don't personally have any experience with that, <laughs> but I do understand the concept and I think it it, it fits. Yeah. Uh, he's got a new jacket. Are those leather sleeves on a denim jacket? I think they might be. Hell yeah. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I could never pull something like that off. But it's just like the, the undone hair with like the bleached tips. Well, yeah. I mean, Team Barber is far away from Argentina. Uh, Team Barber managed to hit our boy Danny. Uh, yeah, Danny looks sharp with his haircut. I saw Danny's story the other day where he went to the barber beforehand and gave a big shout out to quantity, quality over quantity cuts. So Yeah. In this same picture, speaking of hair, Kippy looks like Kippy. Literally, I think Kippy fell asleep at the end of last season and woke up right now. He's still unchanged. wearing his dad's shirt. Yep. And Ruben's pants. And- <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's hit some of these other ones. My personal favorite, obviously. I turned to Mike and I said, how do you look that good in just a black sweatsuit? And it's confidence. It's Julio is one of the most confident men I've ever seen in my whole life. It's incredible. It is black sweatpants and a black crew neck sweatshirt. What a dad. And he looks so good. I would buy, I would, I would buy that black sweatsuit. <laughs> Next up, we've got Emmy uh, coming back from vacation. It looks like he's got some toys. Speaking of tracksuit, <laughs> this is a full uh, black and white stripe, just like tracksuit combo. Yeah, uh, real. I used to play for Zenit vibes on this, <laughs> uh, but I do love that he is carrying two sets of cleats just in case. Yep, just in case with his with his toiletry bag. Little toilet bag. Yep. Mm. The shoes don't go in there. No, they apparently. All right, next up. <laughs> <laughs> so this is who gave Seba his first weed, uh, is what this look looks like. Honestly, Maxi in this photo looks like, I don't, 
I don't even know. He's he's on he's still on spring break. His platform sneakers with his sweatpants suit. I do love that sweatsuit, though. You know it's like $600 or something crazy. That pulled back actor hat on his head? Oh, I love it. Yeah, next up we've got Jossie Zardes in the black-on-black-on-black athletic wear. Clearly, this is a man who... uh, Is an athlete. Yeah, like, (laughs) my guess is that he did a morning workout with the family Mm -hmm. before heading to practice. He looks so happy. He does look stoked. I love it. His oh smile bracket contender. All right, next next we've got Diego. Yeah, this looks like Diego's standard fare from yeah. Diego. We got the the almost oversized but perfectly fitting hoodie, uh, the distressed jeans look, and the clean white sneakers as yeah. always. Yeah, pretty pretty straightforward from I Diego. Do like that he's wearing a backpack and it looks like he has like a. Sega game gear in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, he's got his Nintendo Switch in his in his kangaroo <laughs> yeah, yeah, pocket. Yeah. Nick Lima looks like he just like walked off a construction site. Yeah, him and him and Jossie wearing the same kind of black on black just clothes. Uh, I do love the big chunky brown skate shoes. Uh-huh. You know that is a a classic look for me. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. All right, then we've got a really nice... I know I've given Gallagher some, you know... Guff? Guff in the past, but this is a nice clean look. He's got joggers on. He's got a nice three-quarter zip workout shirt, warm-up shirt. It looks good. He looks, you know, like he's gotten some sun on his honeymoon. I love it. Yeah, I was going to say kudos to the photographer for not blowing out that sunburn that you know mm-hmm. he's like trying mm-hmm. to mask. So yeah. great work on the photo there. Yep. Uh, the first shorts. Yep. John Kolmanich. Yep. John Kolmanich wearing the uh, certifiable like straight white dude shorts in the wintertime <laughs> vibe, you know? Yep. Um, he also, is he growing a beard? He might be. It looks like he's, you know, trying out some scruff. Yeah, he's got some scruff going. It's it's a, it's, it's, it's a, a choice. choice. <laughs> All right. And then finally, we've got Johan Valencia, who, again, as always, looks cool as heck. Yeah, honestly, the thing that I love most about this is how relaxed and comfortable our newlywed men look. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Johan, clean cut, like... Ready to ready to get to it, you know? Yeah. Him and him and Gallagher both. Yeah. And Nick. Yeah. So we've got we've got our, our boys returning, and so we figured we would hop on and Nature is healing, y'all. <laughs> we got fits again. Let's go. Let's go. Uh now back to your regularly scheduled Soon Tower. So and... we are going to end this episode the way we end every episode. With the man of my jersey. And for the final time, the man of my, I'm going to cry again. The man of my jersey is Ruben Gabrielson. That's it. I'm done. A man whose jersey she almost bought. Y'all, I almost committed <laughs> to this. This is why I do this segment. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please remember, rate, review, and subscribe. It helps everyone. Um, also, Tell your friends, and if you see us or like tweet at us or whatever, it like fills our whole hearts. And so, and my uh, heart. Feel free to do needs, that. Also, needs that. Yeah, especially right now, Steph needs. Uh, Steph needs that support while she goes through this trying time. 
Thank you all so much. We love you. Bye. Bye.